Mute. Welcome to KXA News Today. Here are your Thursday morning headlines. Arguments picking back up today in the impeachment trial suspended Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton. Yesterday, lead impeachment prosecutor Rusty Hardin accidentally said the prosecution rest their case before they were done. And presiding judge Dan Patrick is making them stick by it. And Hurricane Lee is still churning in the southwest Atlantic Basin, and it's expected to impact New England and Atlantic Canada, Canada as early as Friday. Lee is expected to impact Bermuda first with strong winds and rain by early today. Lee is already producing high surf and intense rip currents across much of the East Coast. Sean, a heads up if you're driving on 183 this morning. There's an oversized load moving a transporter and it's expected to slowly make its way northbound through the city of Luling and Lockhart. So be sure to plan your drive accordingly. The exact time the convoy will hit each area is unknown, but we do know that it will hit Lockhart around 11 o'clock. Live look outside. These are the roads uh, around Austin. And not only are they wet, you're seeing some flashes of lightning throughout central Texas. And this is going to continue throughout the morning. Thanks for joining us. I'm Tom Miller. Hey, everyone. I'm Sally Hernandez, meteorologist. Sean Kelly is here to talk to us about how happy we are to see the rain, right. how long it's going to last, and will it bring any kind of cooler temperatures? Yeah, it? absolutely. I mean, yesterday we stayed in the 80s from the rain, nice. so it was really nice. And yeah, we're waking up to some heavy rain, some showers, some lightning strikes so be mindful of that for your morning commute heavy heavy soaking rain falling from the sky out in Pflugerville Round Rock definitely want to stay indoors here for at least another 15 minutes or so before you head out it could be a little bit dangerous here in these areas because some of these spots also picking up one to two inches two and a half inches of rain even in a just a short amount of time so heavy soaking rain from Leander down through Anderson Mill unfortunately missing much of Austin right now but Hang in there. We've got additional rounds of showers and thunderstorms here. One that cleared out of Mason County, pushing into Llano, just north into uh, north of Fredericksburg, Round Mountain, Johnson City. You're seeing some nice rain there. This is all heading out further towards the east. A live look on the Austonian weather camera here showing a cloudy sky up above and a few lightning strikes waking up the temperatures right now into the 70s for much of the area. 72 down in Buda, 73 in Round Rock and then out towards the east we're into the middle 70s as well. Cool conditions once again with periods of showers and thunderstorms. We'll talk about when we'll see the rainiest weather coming up in the next few minutes. Thank you, Sean. This morning, Austin leaders are weighing in on a new contract with emergency medical services and how much data the police department shares. Yeah, the Austin EMS Association has voted to approve a new labor agreement with the city of Austin and council plans to vote on that today. It includes a 4% raise overall to start and an increase in entry level pay rate. Two years ago, our medics were starting at $19 an hour, 56 cents. Um, and this year, our brand new medics that start after October will see starting wages of $24 an hour, 24 cents. Also on council's agenda, closer look at the amount of arrests, locations, and more data from the Austin Police Department. Now, city council wants the department to release data more regularly. Uh, council members say it's gonna help shape policy decisions on things like staffing shortages, things like response times and mental health calls. And if it is approved, it directs the city manager to go ahead and come up with the budget by the end of the year. 
Uh, White House is slamming the decision by House Speaker Kevin McCarthy to open an impeachment inquiry against President Biden. But McCarthy still stands by his move. House Republicans are investigating whether President Biden profited off the foreign business dealings of his son, Hunter, and other family members, but have not yet found any direct evidence. White House says the president did nothing wrong. McCarthy ordering this inquiry on his own, noting Democrats did the same thing with former President Trump. Relief in Pennsylvania this morning after a convicted murderer who escaped from prison has been captured. He was on the run for two weeks. Police finding Danello Cavalcante in the woods about 20 miles from prison. Investigators drawn to that area by a burglar alarm on Tuesday and a heat-seeking camera on a helicopter homed in on that escapee. Police were able to quietly surround him. Authorities saying Cavalcante making one last run for it when he had that stolen rifle on him. But a police dog held on to him until officers could detain him. Capture, welcome news for people in that rural area about an hour outside Philadelphia. It was actually pretty emotional. We're just, it's a sigh of relief that they've got him. It's just nice to see it come to a conclusion. Cavacante will be transferred to a maximum security state prison where he'll serve his life sentence for murder. Back in our area, the Hayes School District is working on a new way to combat fentanyl and opioid overdoses. It's through a partnership with the Texas High School Coaches Association. The Coaches versus Overdoses program is starting today. It'll include what they're calling a prevention playbook of educational materials to raise awareness. They're also going to be giving out drug disposal tools at varsity football games. That program will launch at the Lehman versus Seguin football game tonight. It'll continue tomorrow night at the Johnson versus Del Valley game. Coaches Association plans to take the program statewide next month. New data showing that child poverty has doubled and how the Biden administration is working to try and curb those numbers. And why a man says he is suing a Rainy Street bar in Austin after trying to de-escalate a situation that broke out at the bar. Good morning, a live look outside and look at that right on cue. We are seeing the lightning in some of our northern cities, our northern viewing area as storms continue to move through. We're going to see that off and on throughout the morning. Democrats and the Biden administration are again trying to give more money to parents. KXN's Alexandra Limon finds new data that shows since the child tax credit ended, child poverty has doubled. New Jersey Senator Cory Booker says Congress allowed child poverty to spike. This moral obscenity of the richest nation in the world having the highest poverty rates is not an accident. New data from the Census Bureau shows that the U.S. child poverty rate more than doubled last year when the expanded child tax credit expired. We've got children in my district. Um, that are struggling to find where their next meal is coming from. The program expired when Democratic Senator Joe Manchin joined Republicans in blocking an extension. Now Democrats are renewing their push to restore it. This worked. It lifted half of our kids out of poverty. I don't know what more people need. Republican Congressman Dan Muser says there are still options for tackling child poverty. As long as we put the money uh, in the right spot 
I, I would be for helping those, 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 those families, those children, and lifting them up. Opponents say entitlement programs like the expanded child tax credit cost too much and are contributing to the ballooning national debt. But Senator Booker argues the price tag of not acting is even greater. Costing us a trillion dollars to our economy. Children who grow up below the poverty line have higher health care costs, have worse performance in schools, have lower productivity, and often have higher rates of criminality. In Washington, Alexandra Limon. Food trucks in Northwest Austin burglarized, and now the truck owner is saying this keeps happening. Austin's mayor says he has a plan that could help people experiencing homelessness, how it will prevent cuts at one of the largest mental health providers in our area. Good morning. We're taking a live look at our cameras that we have for you out there to show you the rain and the lightning. There it is right on cue. And you may be also um, waking up if you're checking your phone or watching us live streaming or on the podcast. You may be waking up to without electricity. 2,000 Encore Williamson County customers are without power. We're taking a look at the outage map right now to give you an idea of exactly where this is located. We can tell you that over 10,000 total without power, 25 Encore outages is impacting several zip codes and many customers. So we're going to keep an eye on that. We're going to reach out to Encore and see what the problem is. And of course, if it's weather related and what is going to be done about it. But let's talk about the news this morning. Other than the weather, food truck owners at a Northwest Austin food park pulled into work to find broken glass, damage to doors and cut locks. KXAN's Nabil Ramatna talked to workers who say this is not the first time it's happened. There's a lot of food to choose from at the Hamilton Food Park off 183 north of Breaker Lane. I love to see people happy to eat my food. But Wednesday morning. Here they made several attempts to cut the log. Many of the business owners showed up to find damage. He cut them all trying to get in the window. Erica Guerrero owns Sopa de Fideo. She showed us this video of a man using bolt cutters to cut her locks on her windows. He couldn't get in, so he moves on to another business. This one, it locked through and he cut. This food truck owner wished to remain anonymous, but she had her locks cut, window smashed out, and tip jar taken. I lost my money today. I don't. I can't open until I fix everything. Both owners called police, but Guerrero says she was not happy with the response. Seven to ten days. Thank you and goodbyes. Not a whole lot that they offered to do. She says she feels unsafe and is just trying to make a living. She fears waiting for a detective will only mean others become victims from the same person. Mostly I, I feel sad. I feel sad that this is what we've, you know, this happens. This is okay. We asked Austin police about the incident and about crimes targeting food trucks overall. They didn't answer our questions, but Guerrero says she's noticed more issues in the area lately. I would definitely like to see um, a lot more of a police presence in the area. She's looking into private security, but for now, it's back to work. She's hoping someone stops the criminal before he strikes again. It's a setback for us, um, for all of us. Nabil Ramadna, KXAN News.
We looked into the story after a viewer alerted us to the overnight break-in. And if you have something you want us to look into, please do so. Scan your QR, scan your phone to the QR, QR code on the screen, or you just go to our website. You can also submit tips through the email. It's reported at KXAN.com. A record number of animals are in loving homes thanks to NBC's Clear the Shelters effort. KXAN and other NBC stations partnered with the animal shelters all throughout the country. This is to help connect animals with families. More than a million pets have been adopted across the nation since this initiative began back in 2015. More than 157,000 of those adoptions happening just last month. And people have donated $575,000 to participating animal shelters and rescues as part of this year's fundraising efforts. Love to see that. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And you want to be mindful, of course, of your pets outdoors today in the yeah. rain. You don't want to leave them in the rain. We've got also some lightning out there. Okay. But it's exciting that we've got yeah. cooler temperatures. We've got some heavy rain. I mean, we needed this. I, bet there's, I was going to say, there's probably a lot of people waking up with their, their pets, their dogs in particular, sort right. of hiding under the bed <laughs> or that sort of thing. They don't Poor like things. the yeah, thunder. There, there, there's quite a bit of uh, lightning and thunder up towards the northern part of Travis County uh, into even out towards our eastern viewing area. So let's get to the maps here at 448. Let's show you what's going on over the past few days. Boy, did yesterday feel wonderful. Yesterday was the first day in months, in months, that we had a high temperature that was below average, 89 degrees. So that marks four days in a row back to back of temperatures below that 100 degree mark. And we will continue to deal with some cooler temperatures. I don't think it will be quite as cool today as that, but it's a possibility it will be uh, pretty close. You can see some lightning out in the distance. A live look in the domain area as we kick off your morning. 73 degrees with the winds variable 3 miles per hour. 71 in San Saba. 70 in Lamp Passes sitting at 75 in getting. So temperatures for the most part pretty uh, reasonable here. The heaviest rain is now pushing into northeastern Travis County down to southeastern Williamson County. We've got some steady rain into Milam County and then some scattered light to moderate rain out into portions of the hill country from Blanco into Burnett. So this is some good rain. We've had some rainfall reports near an inch to two inches, even two and a half inches just north of the Round Rock area. Down from Leander, you can see a whole lot of lightning there across 183. Heaviest rain and again pushing just north of Manor out in the Pflugerville area where we're seeing lots of reports of some power outages there pushing further towards the east heading towards Thorndale and eventually into Milam County and then we just have some of that scattered light rain to moderate rain in Johnson City and Round Mountain not seeing much in the way of lightning there but in the Burnett area seeing some lightning. So what's the deal for the remainder of the morning? We'll see the this first initial round continue to dry and out through the later part of the morning and early afternoon but we're not done. We've get another chance of some showers and some thunderstorms later on today some of which at times could be heavy as well. So this is nice to see. Here's another round of heavy widespread rain pushing into our area tomorrow morning through the early afternoon with additional opportunities of rain heading into Friday evening and again into Saturday. So how much could we pick up? One to three inches of beneficial rain, 92 degrees for a high temperature. It's going to feel nice with some of these heavy rain showers around your area and this nice forecast will continue on, at least with the cooler temperatures into the lower 90s, and then we heat back up and dry out by next week. 
Well, a devastating update on the floods in eastern Libya. Officials there say that more than 8,000 people are now presumed dead. Roughly 10,000 are missing. Mediterranean Storm Daniel caused deadly flooding in many towns of eastern Libya, but the worst hit was Derna. Over the weekend, Daniel brought nine months of rain in just six hours, bursting through two dams. More than 30,000 people have been displaced from their homes. Thank you, Sean. Syphilis rates in Texas, they're rising, and the highest increase is being seen in pregnant women and newborns. Texas Tribune reporting there's a shortage of available treatment for that bacterial infection. Syphilis rates in Texas rising from about 21,000 in 2020 to nearly 26,000 in 2022, more than double the rate reported in the state five years ago. National shortage of bicillin, an injectable kind of penicillin, is contributing to the rise. Pfizer saying it underestimated the demand for that drug. Therefore, supply is going to be limited until next year. Texas Department of State Health Services is having health care providers save the drug for pregnant patients. This shortage could potentially last until next summer. The unions representing Hollywood's striking screenwriters and actors remain miles apart from big studios on some really key issues. And that means that the majority of entertainment productions are still on hold with no end in sight. Mikey O'Connell, features editor at The Hollywood Reporter, says the delay in production will almost certainly impact not just this fall and winter, but into the spring of 2024. If there's not resolution in September, you are seeing this seep into 2024 in a major way. 2023 is already a mulligan like the year is over we're going to get what's been taped and and out there but there's no hope for scripted starting at the top of next year if this resolution doesn't happen immediately coming up next on the today show what's going to happen if a deal is not reached this month Houston area Girl Scouts are recounting the scary moment when they swam for their lives because an alligator was swimming towards them. It happened over the weekend during a camping trip at the Huntsville State Park. Moments after the girls jumped into the lake, holy cow, an alligator estimated to be 14 feet long swam right toward them. You can see it in a video that we have for you too. So then they, it got between the girls and the gator. Somebody did get in between them and got them out safely. I always say that I love them to death. Um, I always I always say I would do anything for them. Now I definitely know I would do anything for them. Wow. Yeah. Texas Parks and Wildlife has removed some alligators from the park in the past. It's now evaluating if the same needs to be done with this one. While alligator attacks are rare, the department says they can happen. Getting a closer look, remember most alligators do avoid humans. Texas Parks and Wildlife says if you see them on riverbanks or lakeshores, they will generally go back into the water if you get near. And if you hear the alligator hiss, you're too close. That's a warning. Also important to remember to keep your pets on a leash. Alligators have really keen senses of smell, and if they're hungry, they could come after your pet. Alligators can also be officially deemed a nuisance following canoes or kayakers or showing up around homes. At that point, you need to call authorities like Texas Parks and Wildlife so they can help move the alligator to a new home. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Although Saturday's match, it may have a little less pomp and circumstance around it compared to the game against Alabama, it's still significant. Texas hosting Wyoming. 
and Noah Gross gets you set for that matchup from Royal Texas Memorial Stadium. Well, you name pretty much any individual or team honor given out in college football for week two. Chances are pretty high a Texas Longhorn either won that award or was very high in the list for their statement win Saturday night in Tuscaloosa against number three ranked Alabama. Nobody really going to deny the magnitude of Texas's upset over the Crimson Tide, but it's now, of course, about turning the page. Steve Sarkeesian and the Texas coaching staff preaching that to the team that it's just one game far away from their goal, but clearly vital to this group moving on is player leadership. We had success, we know, but there's still things to prove, uh, improve on. And if we can kind of uh, embed that into the rest of our teammates and kind of you know, set that as the standard, then we should be good. Like Even when I was a fan, I watched Texas. If I, if I was on the outside looking, I'd be like, okay, they got that win, but what are they going to do next week? So even just, I'm already thinking that, like, so we're already going to be on that, on top of that, and that's how we're going to practice. Leading by example, for sure. You know, uh, us not hanging up on it, you know, and just... Telling them that hey, we have we have something that we have to do and we have a, a mission that we're ahead of. And if you see it, then you point it out. You know, the people not not being as focused as possible. You you, you have to stomp that as soon as you see it. Sark making it very clear to his team he does not want to downplay what they did Saturday night. Massive win on the road in a hostile environment. That's a win Texas should gain confidence from. Just not too much confidence where they get complacent, especially against Wyoming team that beat Texas Tech in week one. Remember last year after that massive win against Oklahoma in the Red River rivalry, a bit of a letdown and a slow start against Iowa State here at home in a game Texas was expected to roll pretty easily. They're hoping for no such letdown Saturday here at DKR Texas Memorial Stadium. For for now, Noah Gross, KXAN News. Thank you, Noah. For those listening on the KXAN Today podcast, thank you so much for joining us. We have a lot more to cover. Here's what else we're tracking in the 5 a.m. hour of KXAN Today. It's the impeachment trial of suspended Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton. Continuing today, the major mistake the prosecution made in the court. Thanks for joining KXAN News today. You can also listen to KXAN News Nightly every weekday after 5.30 p.m. for in-depth coverage on what matters most to you.